baddies. And welcome to the second episode of the Book Baddies podcast. So just a refresher, this podcast is all about two besties that love reading books. We love talking about books. We love shitting on books. We are literally <laughs> doing it all. And today we are ranking none other than the queen herself. We are ranking Colleen Hoover books. Oh, yeah. And if you don't like her, probably leave right now. <laughs> Probably <laughs> wait for our next podcast. <laughs> yeah, probably just skip this one. If you haven't listened to the first one, go back and listen to the first one. Skip this one entirely. Or join right us now. and start sipping the Haterade. You know, it's a good life yeah. on the other side. Yeah. yeah. Except as I was going back and taking notes on some of her books, I was like, actually, okay, maybe this one wasn't that bad. Yeah. Sometimes Facts. I think I'm being a little harsh. I really do. We'll, we'll have to check ourselves throughout the podcast because I definitely felt the same way where I was like writing my notes and then shitting on her and was like, okay, wait, but this one was, I did like it at the time. Yeah. Like I changed, like I initially just rated some of them. And then as I was like reviewing them, I was like, wait, no, wait, I actually love that book. So, yes. um, well, let's get into what we're reading this week. Let's tell them. Her. Um, I am reading A Court of Wings, Wings and Ruin. <laughs> I, listen, I can't keep up, but that is the third book in A Court of Thorns and Roses. And I, I just like, so work has been so mentally draining for me lately that I have not read in like probably four or five days. It's just like when I get home from work, I don't want to have to focus on anything. Like I yeah. lately would rather just be watching TV. So I feel like I need to get back into the groove and get with it because I obviously love the books. It's just yeah. like, I'm exhausted, you know? It do be like that sometimes though. It like really do. I go through time periods of that and then periods where I'm just like binging my books. So yeah, you'll get back yep. to it. How are you liking it? Oh, I just love it so much. Yes, like I so love good. it and I don't know how I didn't read fantasy before this like also this is kind of funny but going back and looking at some of Colleen Hoover's books the words are huge like I feel like I'm like a the court of thorns and rose books like the words are so much smaller and I feel like Colleen Hoover's books are like font size 15 yeah oh for sure yeah totally like, how, different how, how game it, gameplay in in terms of like yeah. fantasy and just like romance yeah for sure um so. I've been excited all week to tell you what I'm reading oh <laughs> do I know the book I don't know it's so it, I saw it on book so, talk so I'm sure okay, you so obviously haven't it. read it no you have not read it it is called ice planet barbarians and I'm gonna read you the back oh, of this book God. and get your opinion. So um, to anyone who knows what this book is, uh, you know, it's basically just like alien porn book, um, but <laughs> it's so bad, but I'm loving it so far. Shocker. You that can, is right <laughs> up your alley. It's so good. It's basically, I won't read the whole thing, but basically this woman on earth gets abducted by aliens and the ship has trouble and she lands on this icy planet where this guy Vectal, who's like this big blue horned alien, um, basically thinks that she's his mate. And let me tell you, Lisa, 
Um, I am like 50 pages in, in their first meeting, he gives her oral sex and that is like his way of greeting her. <laughs> I was shook. Like whatever I, happened to a simple handshake and a hello. Right. She was like, she was like, I'm not going to fight this. This is amazing. And I was like, okay, okay. Make the best out of getting abducted by aliens. I love that for her. He's um, like, welcome to our planet. Let me lick your pussy. <laughs> Literally. So, um, yeah, I'm going to finish this. This is how I greet everybody. <laughs> Honestly, this there's, just there's worse things. <laughs> worse things out there, for sure. That is like, if I, mean, I were to be abducted yeah. by aliens, you know, that, that wouldn't be like the worst situation. <laughs> I think getting abducted by aliens alone would be the worst situation. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Speaking of aliens, how are you liking not having eyebrows? <laughs> oh, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, I pretty much color them in every day because I've realized mm-hmm. it's only a look with certain outfits. Otherwise, it's not a look. So it's a struggle. That's fair. But um, I feel like when you want to be edgy, like I, I really do love it. I think if anyone can pull it off, it's you. Oh, wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. Of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. My mom was not happy about the, uh, eyebrows. Sorry, mom. If you listen to this, um, impulse decision. We love that. I mean, it happens. And they're just eyebrows. Like they'll grow back in to the regular color. Yeah. It's like, it's really, it's just really not that deep, you know? It really isn't that deep. Thank you, Lise. Yeah. I love them. Like, you just do you. I just love it. I just Yay, love it. Period. So, period. So before we jump into, uh, you know, just kind of going over these books, let's just let the folks know who Colleen Hoover is in case they've been living under a rock. So Literally. Colleen Hoover is obviously an author. Um, she writes young adult fiction and new adult fiction. She has over 1.5 million followers on Instagram and nearly a million on TikTok. She has blown the F up on social media and book talk and bookstagram. Um, but I thought it was also cool. I found out she has a nonprofit called the Bookworm Box. Yeah, it's a specialty bookstore where all the books on the store shelves have been donated and she signs them all. So... That way she can raise money. So we love her for that. That is absolutely that. So we just want to preface this by saying, um, you know, Colleen Hoover is extremely successful. Clearly she's doing shit right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. everything said in this podcast is just our opinions. Take it with a grain of salt. Um, It does not take away from her success. Colleen Hoover does not give a single fuck about our opinions of her. And neither should you, to be honest. If you love her, you can continue to love her. Yeah, and like, let's be real. Colin Hoover's out there making buku bucks, and Jenna mm-hmm. and I are recording a podcast for free. Like, facts. And we work a regular us. average, like, nine to five job. So, so clearly, yeah. someone's doing something, right? Yeah. So, so. it's not all shade. Facts. No, definitely not. We'll get it. And I like some of her books. You know what? We'll get into it. But yeah, also, let's just... we should probably mention spoilers will definitely Ooh. be said throughout this podcast. Yes. This is your warning right now that in order to validate our rankings, we're going to be spoiling the shit out of these books. So 
if you've read most of her books, go for it. Um, listen to this podcast. Otherwise, you know, you could try, I guess we're going to be stating the titles of the books before your room. So you could hip, yeah. skippity hop to each book you've read. Skippity bop, boop. Skippity bop, bop, seconds ahead. So um, do what you want, but just know that you may hear some spoilers. Um, but yeah, do we want to just freaking go for it? Let's do it. How do you want to do this? Just go down our Google Doc order? Yeah, so I have Let's November 9th first. Yep. Would you rank it? Yeah. So um, I ranked this three out of the six books that I've read oh. by her. Um, okay. On Goodreads, I originally gave it a four out of five, but what I would give it now is two out of five. Oh, okay. Do tell. So let me give a quick overview to the folks. It's basically an insta love story. Um, this girl like fights with her dad before moving to New York from or from New York to California, and this guy jumps in to save today by acting as her boyfriend. Basically, they fall insta love and decide to meet each other every day at the same restaurant on November 9th. So it's a fake boyfriend trope in the beginning, and they kind of do their own lives within the time period. Um but there's a big twist, obviously. What I liked, I like Insta Loves. I know some people have a hate for Insta Loves, but I love it. No, for sure, because I don't be having time to read about like all the fluff in the beginning. Yeah, the slow burns like kill me. They, they kill, kill me. me. Like fall in love immediately. Like let's just get to it. Right. And that's what they did. And I always had warm and fuzzies during their meetups. Um, and I thought like the <sighs> overall idea was amazing. Like I loved the idea of this book. And yes. this is when things took a turn is when, oh my God. So Ben is the love interest and his brother dies. And he decides to get in with his brother's widowed wife. Um, Lich, like, why does Colin yeah. Hoover do this? She's done this in a future book we'll talk about. Pretty similar situation. Like, what the actual fuck? Like, I don't know if... Oh, no. This was a different book. I was going to say, remember in the last episode when I said kind of fucked up when you think about it, but that's a different <laughs> book. But no, this one too. So, okay, I gave the... This book is ranked second um, out of eight on my list. And I rate, I gave it a four out of five on Goodreads, and I'm, I'm keeping it there. Oh, good. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm keeping it there. This book, like, this is the first Colleen Hoover book that I read. And so I was, like, with the hype. So maybe, like, at the time that I read it, like, I already knew, like, I was supposed to love Colleen Hoover. So then I loved it. But I don't know. Like, I, I genuinely like this book. And I'm trying to be better about, like, who cares what other people say. Like, if you like the book, like, you like the book. Like, it doesn't matter when you read it. Like, I initially gave it a four out of five. I'm going to keep it there. Um, I didn't like Bennett first. Like when I first started reading it, I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. Cause he talks like a child. Like he was like, Oh, I love her boobies, like oh, yeah. boobies, panties. And I'm like, first of all, hate that like so much. And so it got a little bit better as he got older and like the book went on, but I actually started reading some Goodreads comments and some of the shit he says was actually pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like there was something, there was a quote someone put and it was like, like she was like can I wear this dress and he's like no you have to wear that dress like if I'm buying you dinner then I get to pick what I choose to look at 
And I think when I was reading, I was like, oh my God, that's so sexy. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you tell them. But looking back, I'm like, that's a little abusive. Right. If a guy said that to me in real life, I would have gotten the ick. I would have been like, get the fuck out of my apartment. I will go take myself to dinner and wear whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> well, exactly. And then, especially because Fallon is like already so fragile mm-hmm. and self-conscious. So I feel like that did not help her. Yeah. Um. But... Okay, yeah, the twist was, like, oh my God. literally what? Like, and I think I saw it coming. Mm-hmm. But, like, Colleen, like, why did you have to add that in there? Like, that's fucking weird. That's weird as absolute fuck. Right. Like, his mom died. First of all, she killed herself because she had cancer. We told oh, the folks there would be yes. spoilers. It had nothing to do with Fallon's dad, but Ben thought yep. it did. So he went and lit... Ben, or Fallon's dad's car on fire, which caused the fire that burned Fallon and caused her the scars that she's self-conscious. First of all, if I found out this information, I would never forgive the individual for hiding that from me for as long as he's known me and for doing it in general. Also, like, you add in, like, the fucking, like, him talking to his dead brother's wife. Like, there are so many red flags that he's a fucking weirdo. And Fallon's like, oh my God, but he helped me get over my (laughs) self-consciousness. Like, that's literally it. And I'm like, I'm like, he's the reason for your self-consciousness. Like, he gave you that scar. Yeah. Like, oh. I just... Well, like, what a fucking weird plot twist. Like, why did that have to be it? It, like, I don't know why so it even random. needed a plot twist. Like, why right. was there one? Like, just the concept, let them fall in love. <laughs> the concept of the book was already so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I've seen Colleen Hoover write better plot twists than that fucking bullshit. So yeah. that's like, and I even remember, like, and that's probably why I gave this book a four out of five was because of the plot twist. And I was like, in what fucking world? In what world? But yeah. the part about his mom killing himself and the part where, like, he he talks about finding her is uh, just absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. That is, like, again, I feel like all of Colleen Suvers, I think I said this in the last episode, all of them need therapy um, because she really traumatizes them all. all. Every single one. No one comes out unscathed. No. No one has, like, a normal life. No, God forbid. Also, one thing I learned from the Goodreads comments is that there was a cameo from Ugly Love. Did you catch that? No, where? I guess supposedly. Yeah, this says, let me get this straight, Miles says, looking at me and Fallon from across the table. So that's Tate. Or that's Miles. And oh my God, yeah, okay. And then they're just like talking. Wow. That is so weird. Yeah. That's kind of fun. I know. I thought it was, like, kind of fun that Colleen... I will say, like, that kind of, like, redeems something in me that... But, like, imagine the trauma in that fucking family. Because we're going to talk about Ugly Love next. And it's, like... Oh, my God. Ugly Love was traumatizing. Then they, like, had to connect these two families. (laughs) Like, Jesus. Oh, my God. They were just doomed from the start. (laughs) But I... One last thing I want to say is, like, how does Fallon not have good girlfriends because if I came to you or you came to me and said like you found out your 
boyfriend had started the fire that caused your burns um, and hid it from you, I'd be like, that dude's a sociopath and you need to get out of there. Like, where are her fucking friends? Why doesn't she have friends? <laughs> like, I don't know, like, if I just, they must She's have been unmemorable. Like, I don't know. But yeah, that was like weird that she was just kind of herself. She's I can quirky. Tell, like, she's quirky. She's like an introvert kind of girly. But no, I mean, I could tell from the beginning that she is definitely. She probably keeps to herself because she's self conscious and she's like a writer, you know. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So. Overall, an actress, an actress. Oh yeah, that's right. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her dad's a dick. Oh my god, her dad was the fucking worst. I really just hated the her. worst. I wrote Rip Kyle. <laughs> Pour one Rip. out for Kyle. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> what? What? Kyle. He died. The dad? No, Kyle is Ben's brother. Oh. Rip Kyle. Yeah, fuck that dude. He fuck him. I will say his wife is sus as fuck also for just getting with his brother after like Literally. disgusting by that whole thing's disgusting. Like why even what, Colleen, if you ever hear this, please explain yourself on why you did that. I just don't understand. You could have just said he had another girlfriend. You didn't need to make it the sister-in-law baby mama, you know. Right. So like, weird. Anyway, it seems to be a theme. Yes. It seems to be a theme in her book. So, anyway, let's move on. Speaking of Tate and Miles. Ugly love. Tell me what you rated it. Eight out of eight. <gasps> you put this one at the top? No, at the fucking bottom. Oh, I didn't mind the opposite. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wait, so you put November 9th second to last? Third to last, yeah. Third to last, seriously? Yeah, which is like the middle for me. I mean, I guess. Yeah, you have oh, one true. Place. Yeah. Okay, okay, then that's super fair. Anyway, no. Um, fuck no, I didn't read Ugly Love first. Are you kidding me? I read it at absolute <laughs> last. Straight dirt. This book, this book, and it, it hold on. I digress. Explain what the book is. Yes. Okay. So the book is Tate, the woman, Miles, love interest. Um, basically, I, I will say I loved their meet cute. They met outside of Tate's brother's apartment and Miles was drunk. And of course, he has deep emotional trauma. Who would have guessed? Um, <laughs> his ex-girlfriend that he probably would actually love forever. Um, you know, like what? They lost their their child in a car accident and it was mm -hmm. deeply traumatizing, which caused them to break up. So he's like super fucked up, but they decide to be friends with benefits. And Miles likes to say things like this quote, don't ask about my past. He says firmly and never expect a future. I literally wrote LMAO bye. I would cry and talk shit on him for the rest of my life. Like <sighs> that is the dumbest show and never expect a few get the fuck out of here. Right. Like who was expecting one from you? Yeah. At like, that point what? in the book, like, okay, fucking weirdo, you're so full of yourself. Right. Someone needed to humble him, and guess what Tate didn't do? Her. Yeah. She did not. She was like, oh, I just want to fuck you. 
until you love me. Le- literally, the uh, I want to fix you. I know. I ultimately what happened. Yeah, she did and that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, she did, but oh. I just have. I just have something against this book. What did I rate it on Goodreads? Okay, I gave it a three out of five, which is like fair. I'd probably like give it a two mm-hmm. now. But this book has women quaking on TikTok, like videos of them <laughs> sobbing. And I'm like, you're all broken. Right. Because you just you just be loving men that are emotionally unavailable. Like so it's and this book and I think like the like maybe the story was good, but I it is not memorable for me. Like no part of this book. I had to look up the whole freaking book again because I'm like, what was this book even about? Like it wasn't like it didn't ingrain in my memory. It didn't leave a mark on me. Like I have I just I just I don't know what it is. I just like hate it. I just hate this book. Yeah. Don't read it. It's so bad. I also, I originally, when I read it, gave it a four out of five on Goodreads, and I would now give it a two out of five. However, I like hate other books more. So somehow it's a four out of six, six being my highest in my list. Um, but the only thing I really, really, yeah, well, you're, I mean, you know, the books I hate more, you're, you're going to hear about, but yeah, I just, there was one thing I remembered about this book. And it's when Miles said Rachel's name in bed. And that was the only thing I remembered. And I would never get over that. I don't give a single fuck what else like had he had going on in his life. Like, I don't give a fuck. You said another girl's name is you're like having sex with me. Bye. Like, get the fuck out. No. Right. Like, how do you redeem yourself after that? No. Like, she was down bad. She, Tate she, was down bad. Horribly, horribly. And for what? And for what? I don't know. To be emotionally abused for however long. Okay, obviously they end up together and that's whatever. But like, sister. Yeah. She really needs therapy herself to gain an idea of what like higher expectations are. Like that was horrible. And I will say like this book, like Colleen Hoover is only instilling the idea that women can go out there and fix men. Like she, you know, like everyone's like, it's not your job to like fix men. Like you can't be the sole fixer. Like this book is like a single woman can fix a man. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's true. So bad. It is not true. No, it's not like, don't even try. No. Uh, I do hate that his son died. I hate that for him, but you know, I hate that for him too. And that really did make me sad. I don't want to take away from the fact that that is not just absolutely horrible. Yeah. Um, so, and like I said, the story could have very well been good, but I just don't remember a damn thing about it. I just don't. I just remember Tate being like, oh, I can't love anyone ever, mm-hmm. ever. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Right. Oh, Goodbye. so bad. Fucker. So, but anywho, they were pilots, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. that's hot. Yeah, well, I like could never date a pilot, and I know it's like a no. Oh my god, I was thinking that too. Yeah, where it's a stereotype. I I feel like they're gone too long. Oh, I'm like under the impression they all have more like different families in different cities. Oh, I bet they do. I bet they do. For sure. Like I have to stay in. I have to stay in Boston for a couple days. I doubt it. He's got to see his his other wife and two kids are there. Right. Yeah, that's probably true. 
Uh, Me, I was saying like, oh my god, four days away, like all the time, like they're never home. Yeah, that would suck. That does suck. But free flights, yeah. we love that. Oh, that might be worth it. In that and of would itself. be worth it. You could have your own family That's on the side, second family or not. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. We could just be in this like for the for the points. Yeah, it's not about what you can do for cheating pilots. About what cheating pilots can do for you. You know. Oh my god! Love Is that, that our new motto? That's- I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, I'm ready to move on. Yeah, kick us off on the next one. Okay, this is a big one. Um, This is It Ends With Us. Huge on TikTok. Um, At least for the last couple months. I think it's it's met its peak. And now bitches are crying over ugly love now. Um, Because I think It Ends With Us was probably the start of some people's fandoms with Colleen Hoover. And just like stop there. I'm just going to tell you like just stop there. Um, cause it's, I don't want to say it's as good as it gets, but it's one of the better ones. I rated this four out of eight. So this is like right in the middle for me. Um, but it ends with us is about the main character, Lily, um, which (laughs) I hate that she starts a flower shop and her name is Lily. Yeah. That's fucking, I hate that. That is so corny. Anyway, she meets this guy and from the way Colleen describes him, he's just absolutely beautiful, wonderful, strong, amazing. His name is Ryle Kincaid, and everything is, like, good. It's great. They're cute. They're in love. Um, but Ryle is assertive, stubborn, and maybe a little ignorant, and he's sensitive, brilliant, and has a soft spot for, for Lily. Um, but Ryle does have a weakness um and this weakness is disturbing so um i will say like trigger warning this mm-hmm. um book is about abuse um domestic abuse um and it is it's in it's is an extremely heavy book um but as questions about her new relationship overwhelm her so do thoughts of atlas corrigan <laughs> um her first love and a link to the past she left behind he was her kindred spirit her protector um, and then Atlas suddenly appears out of nowhere. They're out, she's out at dinner with Ryle and sees Atlas. And then that's kind of like when everything um, starts to change. Um, so when Atlas suddenly appears, everything Lily has built with Ryle is threatened. And Ryle is threatened. Yeah. Remember the magnet part? Do you remember that part? No. When so um lily has a magnet on her fridge that from atlas and ryle was like who's the magnet from and she like doesn't say anything and he was like lily who's it from and then i'm pretty sure that's when he hits her oh god so but um essentially um lily leaves ryle um only to find out that she is pregnant with ryle's kid um, and she obviously confides in Atlas and Alyssa, who is Ryle's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately it is, it's a happy ending. Um, thank goodness. Um, but I, you know, it's, it's really easy for us to sit here and be like, well, I would leave him. Mm-hmm. Well, I would leave him like after the first time that he did it. And I just like, I genuinely don't think it's that easy. Colleen Hoover wrote this book. 
um, from, I think, like, an experience, not that she had, but someone close to her had. Yeah, it's her mom. Um, it was her mom. Okay, so, yeah, so this isn't, like, just some BS. Um, this book, this hits really hard, and I think I appreciate that about this book and why I put it in the middle. Um, and it just, it just goes to show how hard this can be for someone in this situation. So yeah. I really did. I did like this book. I don't think this book was overrated at all. Um, I gave it a four out of five on Goodreads. Um, I thought, I thought it was a good book. I thought it was well done mm-hmm. by Colleen Hoover. So. Yeah, I rated it my five out of six spot. So my second, um, Ooh. highest book. I really liked all the characters and I felt like this book really had me like rooting for her and Ryle. And I really didn't see Ryle becoming the person that he became and everything on Mm -hmm. like Goodreads was like, I saw it coming. I honestly didn't. So when that first hit happened, my stomach honestly sank and I was still holding out hope that he would change. And I felt like that was like a glimpse into why people don't leave. And I feel like I only felt that because Colleen did such a good job of writing you know, all of his loving moments that came after that, because it wasn't like he hit her and was awful. Like he hit her and then like love bombed her and like promised her. And so you almost like, obviously, you know, not to believe it, but you're like, Oh my God, like this is a sinking feeling because it's all super fucked. And I really like that. Like, um, Lily's mom in the book had been in a domestic violence like relationship yeah so she gained empathy for her mom and I want to say that's kind of like a shout that Colleen Hoover wrote this and like showed empathy towards her real life um her mom and I just thought it was overall like really good again definitely like a tough book the only dislike I had was one quote um and it was like only a person it was like no one's a bad person, only a person who does bad things. And I know that saying's like been said a million times. I'm not a fan of that saying ever. I don't believe that. Yeah, he's a bad person. He needs help. Yeah, he he is. attempted to rape her. Um, you know, again, trigger warnings before you read this. He manipulated her, he abused her, like he's bad. Like he he's not great. Um so I think like that was the only thing that bothered me is I wanted like the book to be like, and Ryle sucks. Like there's no redemption there for him. And she did the best thing by like cutting him out. But I think they, at the end, he still has half or like some custody of the daughter. Um, and so I think you're right. that was also kind of like a concerning piece. Obviously, like I wouldn't know how to handle that. I'm not a parent, but I was just like, oh my god, she still has to see him. <laughs> like She also named, so her kid's name is Emerson, and a big part of this book is that she writes to Ellen. Oh yeah, the I forgot about as that. As a kid, and named her fucking daughter Emerson Dory. Yep, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Um, But no, you're right, she doesn't like, say necessarily like, Ryle sucks, we don't have contact with him anymore. He's, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I think that's the only that, part like, I There's still like a blurred line there. Yeah. Um, but I want to backtrack to what you were mm-hmm. saying because like I said in our last episode, like Ryle really had me in the first half and I also didn't expect that to happen because 
Um, I didn't read like the back of the book to see what it was about. So I never expected Ryle to even be bad. In fact, at first I was like, oh, yes, girl. Like, I love this for you. Um, And then after the first time it happened, I just, I was, I was so heartbroken. Like Mm -hmm. I did not see it coming. And the way that Colleen writes how Lily felt and then how Ryle like comes back and apologizes. Like I wanted to believe him. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. I wanted to believe him. And, and I even, when the love triangle came into play, was still at times, like, rooting for Ryle until it was, like, too I late. Know. I was like, fuck yeah. this other guy. Like, yeah, like, they have a past. You know, the guy's successful. But, like, I really loved Ryle because we got to know him. And then yep. all this. And that's why I think I also didn't expect it him to be bad I thought it was just because I don't think I read the back either I thought it was just gonna be like a typical love triangle not some fucking dark story right yeah yeah it'll frick you up it'll frick you right up I'm excited for the book um that's coming out that tells more of her and Atlas's story right yeah, it starts with us. Yeah. Oh, I just loved reading about her and Atlas. Like, we mm-hmm. love Atlas. Like, yes. he is 10 out of 10 Colleen Hoover character. Yeah. We should do that. We should do, like, a love interest ranking. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. That would be so fun. Um, okay, are you ready for our next book? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, our next book is Verity. Um, which I actually rated three out of eight. So um, toward the top of my list. Um, so Verity is about Lowen Ashley, who is a uh, struggling writer on the brink of um, financial ruin. And she accepts a new job offer. Um, she meets Jeremy Crawford, who is the husband of the best-selling author, Verity Crawford. And um, Jeremy hires uh, Lowen to finish Verity's book, because she has sustained injuries from a car crash. Um, so Lowen pretty much stays with this family, reads Verity's notes and transcripts, hoping to find enough material to continue to um, write this book. Um, however, Lowen uncovers an unfinished autobiography that I don't think Verity ever intended for anyone to read. So as she reads this book, she finds more and more disturbing information about Verity and about their family. Um, Lowen does not tell Jeremy about this manuscript, knowing it could devastate him. Um, But as Lauren's feelings for Jeremy begin to intensify, she recognizes all the ways she could benefit um, if he were to read what his wife wrote. So um, after all, no matter how devoted Jeremy is to his injured wife, a truth this horrifying, horrifying would make it impossible for him to continue loving her. So, um, this book, like, I, like, I, this, I can't even really hate, I can't hate on this book at all. Like, I actually don't have a single bad thing to say about it, because I loved how different it was than, um, the other books she wrote. Like, this is not necessarily a romance book. Yeah. Like, there is some, like, love interest there, but, like, it, I don't think it is. I think it's a thriller entirely. Yeah. Someone on Goodreads made a good point of, like, this book could have been done without Lowen around, like, just from Jeremy's perspective. Like, because oh. the love interest part was so minimal. Like, it really wasn't anything. They had a couple of, like, hookups, right? But, like, otherwise, it was mm-hmm. very thrillery. 
I rated it, um, I kind of got my ratings mixed up, but I'm going to put it at the uh, five, like, I, I guess two spot where it's like second favorite second? with ends with us. I will say people on Goodreads got me to love Verity. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, they were like, she is out here doing the most. She is faking a coma full time just to keep her husband tied down because she is such like a narcissistic person. Like she's out here doing the most, like being a IRL ghost and haunting people in real life and faking a coma all day. Someone in Goodreads even said she was quote pro-choice as shown by her hanger abortion attempt <laughs> and called her a pro-choice queen. <laughs> they also <Okay>. said <laughs> that, um, the fact that she wrote a fake manuscript saying, LOL, JK, I didn't murder my child. That was just for fun. Um, says that she is in a silly, goofy mood. You know what? After that. Stop. That is toxic. I toxic. have to say, I'm a Verity stan. We love a girl. No, you're not. I no, am. you're not. I am. No, I you're am. not. I am a fan of her. She really was out here doing the most. She carried this book. She carried this book. She absolutely she carried the book. She was probably out there and doing that TikTok that was like, why am I the only one out here popping this pussy? Like that was Verity. That was her. <sighs> I'm speechless. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Like I really fucking Lowen was annoying. First of all, Lowen read that manuscript too fucking slow. If I started reading manuscript oh. that was going to confirm that someone was a fucking murderer, I'd be zooming through that shit. If I can finish fucking one of Collins Hoover's romance novels in a night, so this bitch could have finished the manuscript in three fucking hours. And she took all fucking night to do so. And then didn't even tell anyone. If I saw a fucking lady in a coma supposedly sneaking around a house, I would fucking call the cops. I think she... Why? It's her house. Why would you call the cops she's on supposed someone to be walking in a, around in their own house? She told Jeremy. She's supposed to be in a fucking coma, dude. She told Jeremy, though. Don't even get me he started. He gaslighted on her. He gaslighted her, though. Jeremy kind of sucked ass. Jeremy's kind of the fucking worst. I mean, yeah, Jeremy's boring as fuck, and he's kind of all... Yeah, he's definitely the worst. But... There's a lot of speculation on whether or not the manuscript is fake or real. I think it's fake. I think she's I think full of fake. shit. What the fuck? What the fuck is an antagonistic journaling? No one writes about. No one's in a silly, goofy mood writing about killing their children. Yeah, like you're still and having abortions up. and hating their husband. Yeah, and faking a pregnancy. Like no, like you wholeheartedly killed Harper. Yeah. Yeah. So don't give me that shit. But I don't think I stand. I don't stand her a, at all. Really, a for effort. The girl really, really tried her best, and she she's even, on her. She even allowed herself to get murdered. Like she knew it was coming, and she was just like, "All right." She went out. She went out that way. She just did it. I forgot she got murdered. Actually, yeah, yeah. They killed her in the end. Yeah. No, I do remember that. Oh, that's crazy as fuck. Yeah, and she knew it too. She's like, yeah, they're coming to murder me. That's, you know, she did it. Her, That's some gone girl shit. Yeah, her son though. Yeah. Let's just talk about how oh, toxic what a weirdo. he is. What a weirdo. Yeah, what the He's, fuck? He will grow up to be a murderer. For sure. The dude. He's definitely a sociopath. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Colleen Hoover wrote a follow-up book of the son, of the son one day. She Called should do Crew. that. 
She probably should. Colleen, Colleen, if you're listening, not that I read your books anymore, but if you, (laughs) no, I do. But if you put one out about crew growing up to be a murderer and killing all of your former characters, I'd read it. I would say. Like Ryle. Like all the bad characters. Yeah. Like Ryle and who else is bad? I mean, the guy that probably started that fire, Ben. I mean, Ben could, yeah. Ben could could do it that, probably. Ben's a, yeah, Ben could go. (laughs) Probably the guy that fucked his best friend's baby mama. Oh, and that is literally our next one. Is it really? (laughs) Reminders of him, which I'm about to go. What a great segue. Oh my god. All right. Yeah, let me get the fucking joke of an overview of this fucking book. So we're, this is reminders of him. I rated this. A fucking zero out of six. It doesn't even get on the board. Um, Oh, wow. Somehow, though, I looked at my Goodreads, and I had rated it a three out of five. I'm giving it a one out of five looking back now. Oh, wow. I know. For as much as I shit on this book, I don't know how the three got entered in there. But for folks that don't know, Kenna is the main character. She goes to jail for involuntary manslaughter of her boyfriend by drunk driving. Um. She was in prison for like five years, and as soon as she gets out, she goes to her boyfriend's hometown to find the daughter of that her and her boyfriend had. She had it in prison. Boyfriend that died, his parents took over the daughter, and so she goes to the hometown to find her daughter and start her life. Her four-year-old daughter's name is Denim. Disgusting. Sorry. No offense. What? I don't like that name. Sorry. Were you planning to name her firstborn that? that? No, I was planning to name her polyester. Like, what the fuck is <laughs> denim? Like, the jeans? No, like... Oh, diem? I think it's... Diem! Oh. <laughs> I was like, denim? I don't remember that. <laughs> diem. Remember last episode when I said Verity Veridity or something? I need... That, yes. I need help. Anyway, diem is so stupid. Thing. It is. It is. Um... So she goes to this, like, hometown and immediately meets Scotty. And they basically have an insta-love-lust situation going on. I mean, I will say, um, oh, no, Scotty was the dead boyfriend. Ledger. Ledger is fucking hot. Like, he works at a bar, but he's sober. He's an ex-NFL player. Like, I fucking love that. Like, okay, Ledger is definitely hot. So, anyways, they start, like hooking up but then they find out who each other are and basically ledger is the dead boyfriend's best friend who has fucking taken over his dead best friend's life like he is a father figure to his daughter diem he is basically a a child to his parents and he's now fucking the the girl that his best friend was before he died. So he... He has fully replaced this man. He has replaced this man and no one finds it fucking weird. And oh my God, I have a quote because as they know, they're hooking up. It ends with them being together and her being able to get to know her daughter. But... I do... I did put that I love the ending. I do. I don't mind the ending. I just wish that Ledger wasn't fucking Scotty's best friend. Like... I know. It really just is is fucked up. So Kind of fucked up when you think about it. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> so throughout the novel, Kenna writes letters to her dead ex-boyfriend, Scotty, 
And so when they finally have sex, Ledger and Kenna, she writes a letter to Scotty saying that she had sex with his best friend. And um, she said, quote, if it's any consolation, the sex with him was great, but no one can hold a candle to you. <laughs> um, what? The if it's any fuck? consolation of me fucking your best friend. You were better. It wasn't as good. Um, I would still take your ghost dick any day. Um, <laughs> but what's crazy Period. is then Ledger is like, what'd you write to Scotty? So she reads it to Ledger. And then he's like, um, you know, you're just saying that so you don't hurt his feelings, right? And then she tells Ledger that he was better than Scotty. And then they make jokes about it. What? Yeah. Um, what the fuck, Colleen Hoover? I'm like, do you just push our limits and see if any of us are going to say anything? Because, like, we need to be vocal about this. I... I don't understand. That is disgusting. If my if my best friends hooked up with my partner after I passed, I would haunt the shit out of you all. 100%. Like, okay, so she kind of sucks because she was like, Scotty, your dick's better. And then she was like, JK Ledger, I'm just writing that so that if he reads this from fucking heaven, <laughs> like that he feels better. But actually, like, I like your dick better. Is that what she's essentially saying? I, it is like she is putting herself in a love triangle with a dead person. With a dead person. It's fucking absurd. Absurd. I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. I, like, for real hate that for her. And also, like, the crash night, someone on Goodreads said the logistics ain't logisticking, and that is facts, like, if you remember, oh. she was supposedly in shock, thought he was dead, couldn't call anyone. So she like crawled home and like passed out. And then he ended up being alive, but died because he was stuck there by himself for six hours, dying a slow, painful death. And he thought the love of his life just left him. Yeah. So. Oh my God. That's right. How could I forget about that part? She could have saved him. Yeah. Like if I actually were his parents, like I would be like, literally no, like no. There's no forgiving that. But somehow they hear her explanation and they're like, oh my God, we didn't know you killed him that way. Of course we forgive you. Like Like, what way? (laughs) Like it's just as bad. Right. How can you live with yourself? I and then go and, and fuck her. his best friend. <laughs> she has menti issues. 100%. But I am happy that she got to have a relationship with her daughter. Yeah. I will say that. And I heard someone say, I forgot who it was. It might have been one of my students. But they said that they liked this book because it's not really it's not really all about romance either. Like, mm-hmm. Verity. Like, it's, it has a different plot line. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it was still fucking trash. Yeah, I will say I really liked um, the side character, Lady Diana, a.k.a. Lucy, um, who worked at the store with her. The um, yes. She was such a good character. I wish they gave yes. her more moments. I just, I really love that. And I like how they use Lady Diana and the cat to, like, help kind of have something to look forward to each and every day. Because she was really yeah. struggling with mental health. Um, That's true. So... I will say I did like that part, but I will never get over Ledger being a life stealer and fucking his best friend's ex-Golly. 
who murdered him. Ex girly. That no, literally she did. Um Yeah, I gave that book um that's second to last on my list. Second to last. To Ugly Love. Oh, that's right. You really thought Ugly Love was worse than than yeah. reminder. Wow. No, so actually I had reminders of him last, and as I was typing out my notes on Ugly Love, I was like, no, this book is straight trash. Wow. I would rather read reminders of him again than Ugly Love. You cannot yeah. pay me to read. Well, actually, I'm a whore for money, so you probably could pay me for reminders of him rereading. But, Period. You know. Yeah. All right. Um, Ugh. Done with that one. Anyway, done with that one. Next. All Your Perfects, which I rated number one out of my list. Thank you, Lisa, for the recommendation and changing my life. Of course. Obviously, I also rated this number one. Oh, it's so good. Read this ah, one. It's like, guys, this is probably one of my favorite books ever. Yes, it's that I've ever that I've ever read. Like this, and I I feel like this book. When was this book written? I could be wrong, but I think this is like an earlier book by her. I think so. No, maybe not. This was written in 2018. Really? Wow. And those other ones were older. Um, no. Literally, I can't even explain it. Like, this book, it touches on, like, a real issue mm -hmm. for women, and that is infertility. Um, and I'll even say, like, trigger warning, she has a miscarriage in the middle of it. Um, but I will let you explain what it's all about first before we dig in. Yeah, so Quinn and Graham, actually, I liked their meet cute too. They met um, mm -hmm. outside of Quinn's apartment where her boyfriend at the time was hooking up with Graham's girlfriend. So both of their partners were cheating and they both were at the same place, same time catching that. Um, and they ended up getting married and you basically follow like, a past and present story. And I always love those. I'm a sucker for those. Yeah. And um, basically their marriage is in a dark place in the present because Quinn is really struggling with the issues she's having around infertility and she withdraws from the relationship. And Graham is not sure how to handle that withdrawal. And I feel like what I loved about this besides the past and present style of writing is just like, the way that it captured like marriage and how hard it is. Yeah. Cause I feel like romance novels are all like about like the joys and all the, her other books are so traumatic. It's unrealistic, but I feel like this one is like the most realistic. It captures it yes. so beautifully and their flashbacks made me fall in love with them and root for them. Yeah. I loved that. Like it was absolutely perfect. I had one dislike because I thought it was uncharacteristic of Graham, but it's when he cheated on her. And I just felt like, based off how we were learning about Graham, he would never do that to her ever. And, like, I just kind of was pissed off about that. Because I don't know if I could get over that personally. And I know they were almost on the brink because of it. And then the little box brought them together, which that made me, like, want to cry his notes to her. Are you oh fucking God, kidding yes. me? So, I loved it. I have, like, no qualms with it. It's perfect. I rated it a 5 out of 5. Clearly, it will stay a 5 out of 5 for me. Obviously, it's a 5 out of 5 for me as well. Um, but I agree with you. Like, this was a very realistic problem. Like, there wasn't... And there wasn't a twist. Right. 
there wasn't like it was just like the straight story and I just feel for this couple so much you can tell how much they love each other mm-hmm. through Colleen Hoover's writing and it is just like they're just going through something just absolutely traumatic like I can't even imagine like when the only thing you want to be is a mother and you can't be one yeah. like I, I can't imagine anything more heartbreaking and I really I hate that Graham cheated on Quinn. I think he redeems himself. But I, I really think, and to say someone reminds you of someone else and then to have an affair with them, like that's BS. Yeah. But I genuinely, not that I ever think there's like an excuse for um, stepping outside of your marriage, but I just, I can't imagine what he was going through. Like he was losing his wife who he loves so much right before his very eyes. And she would not let him do anything about it. Yeah. She, like, I'm not going to lie, like, she did push him away, and I'm, that was I, that was not her intention because, like, I can't imagine what that felt like for her. Um, I feel like I'm talking about two real people. Like, that's right. how, yeah. like, invested I am in this relationship. Um, but I, should she have communicated better with him? Probably, but when you're so distraught and yeah. going through so much trauma, like, it's just not that easy. Yeah. And I know you were like, why didn't you just talk to him? Why didn't you just talk <laughs> to him? <laughs> I, I, that's, like, one frustration I have with these books is when we can see a solution for the character and you just yes. want to scream at them. But, I mean, no one's doing that in our real lives, you know, like. Unless you're someone's inside your mind and sees every part of that. So it's super realistic. I will say, like, even as you were talking about the cheating aspect, like, that really is what brought them back together is that mistake kind of snapped her out of, like, the infertility issues for a moment and being like, oh, my God, my marriage is, like, on the line now, you know? that's and it that is so helped true. them connect. So I'm not happy about it, but I I think they wouldn't have gotten better if there wasn't some sort of like domino effect of what caused it. I loved her sister. Yep. I loved her sister. Yes, me too. So supportive. I just, just the absolute best. Love that. I went back and reread some of the letters at the end. Oh, he just loved her. He just loved her so much. I know. And it was just, oh my gosh. I literally was like tearing up as I was rereading them. Like, what does he say? Just, I promise to love you more when you're hurting than when you're happy. I promise to love you more when we're poor than when we're swimming in riches. Like, just, it goes on and on. It's so And he's like, I know we're at a category six right now, but like, I, he's like, we we aren't gonna give up and I was like I know either I loved like when they were like he's given up at times and I've given up at times but we've never given up at the same time or like I don't know they just always were fighting for each other even if it didn't seem like it like even when I was like oh my god they are like done for like they were still fighting in small little ways of just like giving grace and time and patience and oh my god when he flew to her um I was like oh my god thank god like yes it was so perfect he brought the box it was it was he brought the box i i loved it it was so that part leading up to them opening the box was so fucking sad the whole like last quarter of the book is so heart-wrenching yeah 
Oh, my God. And, and, of course, like, this was actually the last one I've read of Colleen Hoover's. And I was, like, mm-hmm. expecting some horrible twist. You know, of course, I was like, so she's going to ruin this shit somehow. <laughs> right. But she didn't. No. No, I really appreciated that there wasn't some, like, and then he died in a plane crash. And I never got to see him again. Right. Or some shit like that. You know, like. It was just, it was a good, raw, real-ass story. And I think, I wish she would write more novels like that. Yeah. Like that, and I do think, like, It Ends With Us is also kind of right up there with, like, the realness mm-hmm. that we know she can write. Like, obviously, she's done it. And so it's like, what the fuck are you doing with Ugly Love? That's some ass. Right. It's almost like, and I love watching shows like this, but the reading is part of his kind of dumb, but like Grey's Anatomy where they're like what can we add to make this even more dramatic and like yes, they go through like so true. worst case scenario and she will write it in there and it's working she's selling books but knowing that all your perfects exist you're like oh my god give me more of that one like I want yeah I want no, that realistic right. shit you know yeah I I wish I could reread that book yeah for sure and out of 10 I loved it that is one folks should definitely read and I will say just showcases like I need to know what Colleen Hoover is like in her romantic life if she's writing these love letters like she's the one writing these it's not like they the real people writing these like she's fucking writing that shit that's true so do you if you follow her like on Instagram like She's actually pretty funny. Like, yeah. she's really quirky. And, like, I, she met her husband in, like, a Taco Bell. And, or, like, they went on, like, their first date there or something. So, I, I guess I would be interested, but it sounds like they're just, like, kind of fun and chill and, like, silly. And yeah. I wonder what I her know. vows were like. Imagine, like, oh my God, probably her vows. And then her husband reads these books and he's like, wow, th- these vows in this book were fucking better. <laughs> yeah. Or what if he's like, okay, so this was all just for show. Yeah. Like, it's not actually real. It's just like, you just wrote it to sound good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Like if, like if he, what if she like gaslights him through love poems? <laughs> Is Colleen yeah. Hoover toxic? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> On the next episode of Book Baddies. I feel like she's not toxic, though, mm-hmm. like, for real. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, okay, moving on to the last two, which uh, I know you have not read. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next one is Hopeless by Colleen Hoover. And this book actually ties into all your perfects which is why I started reading it um so hopeless has a series and it's hopeless losing hope like finding Cinderella Cinderella and um one more do I have it on here no because they fucking sucked (laughs) oh um finding Cinderella and then finding perfect which are just like little novellas um, don't read them. Like, just don't. Uh, Hopeless is a good book. Um, okay. So, but, okay. I'm like, Hopeless is a good book, but also I rated it six out of eight. <laughs> uh, but it was, I did have it as, like, seventh, and I actually moved it up to sixth. Okay. And I'm still thinking maybe that's a little low. Um, the twist, okay, hold on. I'm just going to, and I, and I won't do spoilers in case you do want to read this, because I actually 
do this one's good okay i recommend reading this um but so sky meets dean um who is like promiscuous and has a reputation um obviously like they get together they're extremely captivated by each other but sky gets like this eerie feeling that like she remembers something about him um and sky is pretty much determined to stay away from him because of his reputation but like obviously um they get together they find out the truth about sky it changes her entire life um and then losing hope is about i don't know what else to say without ruining it so basically that's all i'm gonna say um but losing hope is the second book and it's just hopeless in dean's perspective it's stupid as fuck it's literally the same story like you find out like a little bit more information but just like don't do it um so they more or less navigate through like her finding out the truth about her life together um the twist is bonkers this is like the best twist colleen hoover has written and to this day Probably the best twist I've ever read in a book. Oh, shit. Okay. It, yeah, it's actually, it's crazy. And I but I think I'm just now realizing I rated this book too low. Okay, definitely do not so, spoil it. I'm going to add it to my list. No, I won't. Definitely read it. Um, and then the last book that I will talk about is Heartbones. Um, so this is a young adult book by her. And it is very young adult. And also the words are huge. Like, Um, they're huge. So it's so funny. Um, But uh, Bea comes from a life of poverty and neglect. Samson from a family of wealth. The two of them find themselves spending the summer together as neighbors. They they create a bond. um, But then, obviously, summer will have to come to an end. And then they have to decide what they're going to do about there's summer fling. Um, it's very like outer banksy. It's based on the beach. Mm. Um, it's cute. Like I gave it a, I gave it a, I rated it five out of eight. And I think I gave it a three on Goodreads just cause it wasn't my favorite by her. Like I think it lacked like any kind of depth, which is fine. Cause it was a YA book. Yeah. Um, but it was cute. It's like 300 pages. Like, it's whatever. But, like, their names are Bea and Samson. That's some dumb shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bea and fucking Samson? Like, why are you trying so hard to be different, Colleen Hoover? Like, give them normal fucking names. Yeah, that that is pretty out there. And, like, oh, actually, I was just going to say something about Hopeless, but I'm not going to. Uh, but, like, what is Atlas? What is Ryle? Yeah, it's like she probably what Googled... happened to, like, Adam and Jonathan? She probably Googled, like, unique baby names. You know? Like, that's... Bea and Samson? I've heard of Samson. Or they sound like... They sound like dogs. I mean, even Tate and Miles is pretty out there. Like, you're not gonna see that. Miles isn't so much. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. Tate... And then all their friends are, like, fucking normal names. Like, Rachel. <laughs> Oh, Alyssa. Right. Like, like what? 
So, yeah, just wanted to wrap those two up real quick because you haven't read them. Is there any smut in her wise or no? I feel like that's weird because they're younger. I don't think it's, like, as intense as, like, some of the other stuff. I don't even remember in this one. I honestly don't think it ever really, like... I think they insinuate that they bone. Okay. But I don't think they, like, are, like... I grabbed his cock beating against me and the full length of him entered my pussy. Oh my God. I don't want, well, okay. I haven't read a book that said anything like that, but I, it, it how it's you're like reading not, a quarter thorns and roses. That shit like spends like five say, minutes describing a peen. She doesn't say pussy. Oh, oh my God. This barbarian book does like a billion times. I'm like, I get it. You can call it a vagina. <laughs> Like straight up. Oh my god. Oh my god. She said it like 60 times. Like his ridged tongue swept up my pussy folds. Like Oh sorry. My Hopefully god. my parents don't. I'm gonna tell them to skip this one. Just the end. Just the end, just the end. Um also it's no, beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna take a photo of you. Ooh. <laughs> I did see that when we be- when we began. All right, you know we have to do our be real. real. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't think Colleen Hoover really writes smut. She does, but like, it's not her thing. Yeah, it's not hers. Is way gentler than like fantasy novels. I feel like they really take it like to the fullest extent. And I, I heard Tessa Bailey writes really good smut. Have you read anything by her? No. She writes like Hook, Line, and Sinker, (gasps) and It Happened One Summer. I've wanted to read both of those and haven't Me too, me too. I feel like she's going to give me Emily Henry vibes, and I'm here for it. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. So, okay, we'll have to read those. Or read those. Um, Okay, anyway, just to recap my ratings, (laughs) I have... One, All Your Perfects, November 9, Verity, It Ends With Us, Heartbones, Hopeless, Reminders of Him, and coming in dead last for the trash that it is, Ugly Love. You are so funny. <laughs> I like, don't even remember my order, but I know it was All Your Perfects first, It Ends With Us. You don't remember? You don't have it written down? Well, I effed it up. Remember when I said I wrote them backwards? I didn't, so... What? Yeah, I know. So I messed up my entire mind. But it's pro- it's all your perfects at the top with It Ends With Us, Verity, November 9, Ugly Love, and Reminders of Him, and Dead Last, because I fucking can't get over True. the ghost love triangle that Colleen Hoover tries to write. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? What the fuck, Colleen? I feel like we didn't really drag her. I feel like we didn't. I feel like overall, I just don't get her need for immense traumatic events with the most absurd plot twist. But it's like hard to drag someone that's like selling books. Like you can't hate Colleen for capitalizing off of what's giving her money. Like get that bag, do it. Right, and and people love her. Right. Like, they really do. So. I'm just jaded. Yeah. I will say, 
things could have been said worse because the Goodreads, some of the folks that read her books like a wine really go in. I really they they are like whoever likes this has issues. Like I was like, ooh, okay, <laughs> like dragging the whole community down with you. So yeah, true. Um, I really. I oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I did read like how Ben in November nine is like extremely fucking toxic and misogynistic and probably like just horrible. And there was another review I read that I was kind of like whoa like that's actually really messed up of Colleen Hoover and I can't remember what book it was um yeah I, I'm not I'm not going to remember it but yeah I and actually there are some times when I've read her books where I'm like that's extremely insensitive yeah and I I can't I just remember reading a part in a book where I was like can you even like write that like is that even allowed to say like to be said yeah. And I can't remember what book it was. Maybe I'll try to look back, but I just remember being like, that's fucked up. Right. I wonder, like, what it is about her books that you're, like, in love with them when you're reading them. And then you're, like, you come out of a fog when you're, like, a month after and you're, like, what the fuck did I read? <laughs> like, It's called trauma. <laughs> and you tend to, it tends to come up later. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Maybe that's her intention. Yeah. Well, I mean it worked. I she's sitting here with a pile of her books. So Right. I was just gonna say she got me to buy like twelve of her books. <laughs> Jesus. And I just pre-ordered it ends with us. Or it starts with us. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna read that one. So who's the real winner? She is. We're just the fucking losers. We're out here getting finessed by Colleen Hoover. She played us. She did Dang. play us. She's going to keep playing us, too. I can't wait until um, hopefully our next podcast when I can tell you about more about this Ice Planet Barbarians. You think you'll read it? I kind of want to. Ooh, okay, wait. For sure do it. <laughs> it's, like, way out of my realm. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. I'll give it a shot. I could go for some, like, pussy-looking <laughs> smut. <laughs> alien, alien book porn. Alien book porn. Oh, my God. Love. I went to the bar to read it yesterday, and um, I had to put it in the uh, Crying in H Mart cover so folks wouldn't see what book I'm reading because I'm, like, totally ashamed and I don't want people to like see that and judge me. So I covered it up and was super sneaky. So smut, like whether I was able to know that book had like crazy dirty smut, if I saw someone reading Space Barbarian, whatever, I'd be like, what? <laughs> I'm just not trying to have that be my image. Okay. Yeah. Space Barbarian, what is it called? Ice Planet Barbarians. Oh, Ice Planet <laughs> Look at this cover, Space too. Space Barbarians. He has no shirt on. And who? He, yeah. I mean, trigger warning on this one, too. Just a heads up to anyone. I, I think, oh. honestly, pretty much all of Colleen Hoover books, you'll want a trigger warning. Pretty much all fantasy books. That is books. so fast. So like, just do it. It's always good to trigger every book. Every book 
should have a trigger warning. Yes. Yes, yes. There's yes. something triggering. Tell the fans about normal people. Oh fuck. Okay. Trigger warning, Jenna's about to have a hot take. I <laughs> Trigger warning for all you Sally Rooney fans. Click off now, please. I just didn't fuck with it. I The characters were boring. They were really realistic. I'll hand it to her. Like, Sally Rooney, good job. Like, you wrote very good realistic characters going through it. But to me, it was so fucking boring. Again, I read primarily primarily fantasy like I'm reading something about aliens right now like of course normal ass people are going to bore the shit out of me so my opinion is definitely not the standard opinion unless you like fantasy as well then you will probably also be bored by this book but I also was not a fan of the running dialogue like my brain was being mind fucked continuously like trying to figure out like I'd read a paragraph and then I'd be like, oh, fuck, that was just dialogue. Like, and go back. Right, then you have to go back and reread it. Right, exactly. It took me for fucking ever to finish. Um, but I have another one of her books, so I'm going to give it a go because I already bought it like a dumbass. Um, and I'm going to read it. Mm. So maybe. What is it? Like, where are you, beautiful? Yeah, that or one. Or something? Beautiful people, where are you or something? Where the world is. Let me look this. <laughs> where the beautiful people are? Where the craw Where the crawdads. <laughs> where the crawdaddies are? Where are the crawdaddies? Oh my gosh. Where are the crawdaddies? I could use a crawdaddy. A beautiful <laughs> world, where are you? Okay. I was close. Um, so I was close. close. We'll give it a go. But also, like, the characters and normal people were, like, super, like, they were easy to hate, I feel like. And maybe that's because Dang. they're really relatable. So maybe I just, like, low-key hate myself. Um, but they're just kind of like, I don't know. You just get in their minds. And they have shitty thoughts sometimes. So. Mm. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I think you should read it. <laughs> I think I would never at this point, honestly. Oh, do you have any other juicy stuff for us? Any any updates on recent books? I got nothing. I haven't bought a new book in a little while because I have plenty to read right now. Oh, nice. So, yeah, and like I said, I need to get... Do I have something in my eyelash? I went to the state fair today. <gasps> I saw the cows on your I know that's story. not book-related. They were... The cows were so cute. You can edit this out if you want, but I did go to the state fair. <laughs> And, um, the cows were super cute. And I came home and I gave Ross a hug and he goes, you smell like cows. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I have nothing juicy. I'm slacking on my reading, but I just need like one good chapter to get me back into it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if I'm in a slump, I just need to like force myself to read thank you for listening to us drag her books just a little like a light drag, light drag. that's our next podcast episode i think ranking smutsy smut um you guys are some horny fuckers out there you want us to rank yeah smut scenes and luckily clearly i must be fucking horny if i'm reading something about aliens fucking so um, I'm right there with you. Obviously. I'm going to have some good uh, scenes to add to this by next week. You're going to have a lot more than me, but that's okay. I'm excited to hear about them because I think it's just going to make me want to 
read the books that you're going to talk about. Ooh. But A Court of Thorns and Roses has given me some good, mm-hmm. some good scenes to talk about. So, yes. all righty. Well, that is all it. Right, y'all. You already know. Stay bad. Stay reading. But don't read bad books. That's not what it's all about. Period. Follow us on social media. Smash that like button. Tell your grandma about us. Probably don't. Why? We're talking about pussy. Grandma's like pussy. True, they (laughs) might actually. Yeah, facts. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all.